You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Well, hi again, everybody. I'm Randy Renner. It's time for another edition of Scatter Shooting. Over there on the other side of the wooden control panel board thing <laughs> is Jeremy Griffin. And I'm on this side of the uh, wooden control, uh, I don't even, it's shelf, I think it's, I don't know. No, wooden control panel thing, that's that's what that's, part uh, number is Yeah, listed. it's got some control stuff on there. It's got it some, does. Uh, you know, uh, okay. It has a keyboard and mouse right now. Oh, golly jeepers. All right, we're ready to go. Uh, we're approaching Thanksgiving. We are. You do, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Do you eat? Do you are you want? Are you a turkey uh, person? Oh ham, come on! Roast beef? Okay, so anything like that? Or uh, I'm a turkey person all the time. Um, my wife makes this. Well, she makes it when I request it. Um, egg noodles, mashed potatoes, and turkey. It's uh, think about this. So, you mean together or yeah, in a, like, like a casserole thing? Well, she she makes it separate, but when she plates it, I make her plate it as one thing. So basically. We throw down a bed of mashed potatoes on the whole plate. It's got to gotcha. be a round plate. Square yep. plates oh, don't yep. work. All right. Um, then the the egg noodles over top of that. Okay. And then the turkey over top of that. Usually no gravy or nothing, just that. Okay. Um, and and my wife's an amazing cook. I've got to I've got to qualify that. Not because she's listening to the show, because I don't think she listens to the show. But means I should probably talk about stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's another thing. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, the thing about that is you take the tryptophan that's in the turkey and you take that massive carb load and about the time I finish my last bite, I'm about 20 seconds out from sleep and it is wonderful. It's the deepest sleep you'll ever have. Wow. You know, that would be perfect for me this year because I would be falling asleep about the time <laughs> the Dallas Cowboy game would be starting. And hey, it, uh, coincidentally, like uh, that's when they fall asleep too. That's a, I, oh my gosh. But have they won a game as of uh, recording? Well, you know what? I you know uh, as we record this, uh, yeah, I believe they've won two i think one or two okay. and but and they lead the nfc east that's how bad that well, division is that's that's so misleading so uh but you know they've lost their quarterback they've lost some offensive linemen they've lost their tight end who's an osu guy by the way mm-hmm. so they're in bad shape and their defense wasn't very good to start with so it's gone into the well as we record this it's gone into the <laughs> toilet you never know i i mean you know strange things have happened and uh and probably will again would be my guess. That seems to be the pattern for the Cowboys of Dallas. And uh, yeah, and it's the pattern for uh, 2020. A lot of but, things, yeah. yeah, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was always, uh, we would always, when I was a kid, uh, we would go to our cousins who lived in uh, Henrietta, Texas. Oh, actually. wow. Okay. We went across the Red River. That was the Thanksgiving. All the cousins came to their house in Henrietta. And then on Christmas, everybody came to our house oh. in Warica. And we would have the uh, uh, the biannual uh, cousins football game. We played it for me. It was a road game on uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, for uh, Christmas, it was a home game. There you go. And uh, we did that for you know out of 15 20 years did you have a like a wishbone as a trophy or anything 
No, uh, we uh, usually both uh, teams played so poorly uh, that, uh, you know, it was really not worthy of uh, <clears throat> not even sense. a participation trophy. You that know, has become so popular. I, man, <sighs> did you hear the can of worms open as you said that? <laughs> I mean, I like physically heard the air rushing into the can. Participation trophy. <sighs> yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I cannot. That's the most. Uh, we're this whole country is falling apart, and that is like, it's not the root. What the root behind the participation is the root, but the participation trophy is like this. It's the first sign of cancer. That's what that is. It's the first sign of cancer. Everybody deserves the accolades of the people who've worked really hard to accomplish something yeah we didn't have uh when i was in school you got a trophy if you won that's it you got a trophy if you won sometimes you would get a a ribbon for participation if uh well no or, or yeah go ahead you got a ribbon for second yeah and uh, maybe a, a different colored ribbon for third or a little uh you know medallion or so, you know something like that right after that you know, you got a pat on the back. Right. Hey, thanks for trying. Better luck next time. Yeah. There wasn't any of this. Uh, you participated. You didn't get a trophy. You didn't get a medal. You didn't get a ribbon. Like I say, you sometimes you didn't even get a pat on the back. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, now it's, you know, when my when my kids were little, they I think, you know, maybe that's kind of when some of that started because I remember... You know, they were, they would get trophies for stuff. And I remember my son, when he was little, he was kind of like, he didn't quite get that. Yeah. I didn't win. Why? Right. Why do I, why am I getting a trophy? Yeah. You know, don't you, are you supposed to get trophies when you win? I remember the first time that kind of hit me because I, I was, it's weird. I was playing soccer as a really, like a little, little kid. Like I, the only memory I have is getting, this is so weird, man. I'm, as I'm thinking about it, this is so weird. Cause I probably wasn't five, maybe six, but I remember getting a trophy thinking exactly that we didn't win at that age. I recognize the idea yeah. that you have to win to get the award. And now everyone's a winner. Well, and, and you know, you used to, in, in those days, if you didn't win and you didn't get a trophy or you didn't finish second or third, you didn't get anything. Right. And it wasn't that, you know, people felt so sorry for you that they decided, well, you know, geez, they tried, they deserved. Let's give them all trophies. No, because it made you work. I mean, if you were really good at what you were doing, you worked that much harder so right. that next time, you could at least get a ribbon. And then the time after that, maybe you would get a trophy and it became worth more. Right. Because you had you were able to accomplish something that not everybody accomplished. Can I make a bold prediction? Go right ahead. Okay. I predict that in the next 15 to 20 years, if in fact... We last that long. Humanity still exists. And That's the correct. Earth and all like that. Yeah. If we're still playing sports professionally, fifteen to twenty years from now, <clears throat> I predict that we will see the first time, for the first time ever, a decrease in records being broken. A, and and I say that because the because of exactly what you're saying, we're going to see a, a degrading of 
energy and effort to become better. Because instead of the cream rising to the top, everybody's just kind of the cream. They're all just kind of at the top. And yeah, there are going to be people that stand out, but they're going to be so demotivated by comparison because they're they're not fighting against anybody else. They're not working hard against anybody else. And basically, you're going to see this. And, and the only thing that will keep things from changing in that way is that they change the standards as time goes on. Well, and speaking of that, but in the the opposite way here. Yeah. Some sports, and I, you know, Major League Baseball just comes to mind because as we record this, the World Series is is underway. Uh, but Major League Baseball, and and especially this year because of COVID, more teams got into the playoffs. Right. And when you're looking at some of the records, and uh, I think I've said that, I mean, most people who know me, well, everybody who knows me, and a lot of people who've just heard me, some of the things I say, no, I'm an OSU guy, went to school at OSU, and many people know I'm a Houston Astros fan and have been since I was a kid. Yeah. Well, in this recent run of the Astros, where they've been very good here in the last three or four years and made the playoffs and been to two World Series and won a world championship, they have some players, Carlos Correa, George Springer, Jose Altuve in particular, uh, who have a tremendous string of playoff home runs. Hmm. I believe Correa and Springer each have hit 19 playoff home runs, which wow. puts them in the top 10, maybe the top five, but it's right in there somewhere, of playoff home runs all time in Major League Baseball. Wow. And they just recently surpassed some of the greats in the game. Yeah. And you're like, how the heck has that happened? Mm-hmm. Well, here's how it's happened. Number one, they're they're really good, and number two, now you have several. Especially if you make it all the way to the World Series, you're playing a lot of playoff games. Right. Back in the day, in the especially the Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, you know those uh, days, you only had the baseball playoffs consisted of the world series right that was it because there weren't there were only i think it was eight teams in each league and Mm. so the winner of the national league and the winner of the american league played each other in the world series Mm. so some years guy like babe ruth might only be playing four games right you know if the yankees swept the world series you're only playing four games well Mm. now there's a wild card round and then the divisional series and then the champ league championship series mm-hmm. and then the world series right and so you're going to you're going to play and most years you're going to you're going to play most of those are best out of 7 they were a little different this year so you have the potential of playing a lot of a lot playoff of games. games well and that's my point i think that you know my my qualifier is unless the rules change in other words now yeah, of course you're going to stack, stack when you've got yes. 48 playoff right. games. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. There, there are guys that's going to hit, you know, as long as you're a good player and you hit home runs, you're going to quickly right. climb that ladder and surpass, you know, some of the greats of all, of all time simply yeah. because you've played as many playoff games in the last – four years that some of those guys played in their entire careers exactly and so and it's not because they were bad players and it's not because they were on bad teams it's just that 
there were fewer teams and therefore fewer rounds of playoffs. Right. That's just kind of the way it is. And, Mm -hmm. and it's, and you know, that those sorts of things have happened now with the other sports leagues too, as you increase the number of teams and you increase the number of playoff opportunities, you know, whether you're a football quarterback, you're going to throw more touchdown passes, playoff touchdown passes Mm -hmm. than they did back in the day because you're playing more playoff games than there were back, back in the day. And same thing, in the other leagues as well. Right. Well, it's like uh, I saw a post the other day of uh, the um, argument between Michael Jordan and LeBron James and who's the greatest of all time. And it, in a lot of ways, it put it put the argument to rest for me because it just kind of went line by line and stat by stat. And when you look at, you're not, even in that regard, you're not even taking into consideration the what I'll say adjusting for inflation, basically what it was like to play in the league when Jordan was in his prime versus LeBron. Um, nobody would argue that it's a way more offensive league today than it used to be. That defense was way heavy by comparison, and and, and that due to the rule changes mostly, right? And the way they call the game, right? Right? Exactly. They would let you in Michael Jordan's day. You know, you just about had to, you know, give somebody a concussion in order to get a foul call. <laughs> right. Nowadays, if, you know, you ate garlic for dinner and you breathe on somebody, you're yeah. getting a technical. So, well, sure. I, I mean, you know, so it's a lot. That it's one a I lot agree different. with. I understand. <laughs> but that that's why it's difficult when people, you know, they're when Golden State, you know, the mm. that, you know, when they were so good here a couple of years ago and beyond, you know, people were going, okay. Who would you take? Would you take the Golden State Warriors or the Chicago Bulls? You know, who would win in a championship series? No and, question. And my, my argument with that was, well, first, in order for me to say who would win, you got to tell me whose rules we're playing by. Right. Because if you're playing that series with the rules that Jordan's Bulls had, they might very well sweep Golden State. Right. And on the other hand, if you're going to play with the rules Golden State has, they might sweep the Bulls. Yeah. I, and so, you know, you got to... I would still... T- here's what it came down to for me. Um, and I'm not a basketball purist. I mean, come on, let's be real. I got into basketball in, what, 2008? First time I really gave a crap about the NBA. And that wasn't even 2008. Probably 2010 <laughs> in actuality. But, you know, when you look at it... And you look at the stats, and and you for again not even adjusting for inflation in quotes. Um, what Michael Jordan did is just unbelievable, and nobody's even really coming close. LeBron James doesn't even really come close to the numbers that Michael Jordan has had across his all of the career stuff. And I would argue he plays in a harder league. Michael Jordan played in a harder league. Oh, I totally agree. Um, because there were fewer teams. Right. One thing. Well, exactly. Every everything about it was more difficult, and and this is coming back to my primary point here, which is the quality. We see the quality in, of of play, and we see it kind of skewed because the baseline. It's like it's like the first game of a college football season, and you see your team play against whatever high school scrub team has put they put out on the field, and you're like, man, we're gonna have a great year. No. No, you're just warming up. You're not playing a real team. And I think that's what's going on is that the standards overall have diminished. And and I go back to the why. 
I think we're not seeing it. I think we're seeing the beginning stages of that now because participation trophies, I mean, the guys playing pro sports right now are mid and early 20s. So they, you know, my son's age, your son's age, who experienced the, the, the participation trophy. But I think the difference is, as you pointed out, your son was like, what is this about? My kid's the same way. It's like, eh, this doesn't make sense to me. The kids that are growing up today, it is totally normal for them and their parents more so endorse it. I remember um, it, when I saw participation trophies for my five-year-old and six-year-old, I'm like, this is stupid. And he heard me say it and I wasn't saying he was stupid. This, this concept is stupid. Well, that as that diminishes, the culture changes. And, and then, and basically what I'm getting at is you look at the next couple of Olympics, U.S. is not going to have as many gold medals <laughs> because this is a Western problem. The Western world is the participation trophy world. You don't see third world countries giving out participation trophies. I uh, and you don't. I, I don't imagine they, they give stuff like that out in uh, Russia, Russia or <laughs> right. China or you know places like no. places like that. You don't do well, you die. Correct. <laughs> yes. I don't know why you're, I laughed at that. You're a. Participation trophy is a machete across the neck in That's some right. of those places, uh, and uh, so uh, I mean, you know, um, but yeah, and that, that's something, and and I think we are definitely headed in that sort of direction. You know, it's a it's a land of uh, we're becoming more. You know, as Jim Traber would say, who's you know some. <laughs> Oklahomans will know that that. Uh, it's part of the uh, sissification of America sissification and uh, because do we have systemic sissification we do (laughs) we do now yes wow participation trophies is that that's an example those are examples of the sissification of America it's going in the show notes right now it's it's not no, no more is you know, hey, you, the whole point of this is to win. Right. That's the point, to win. And if you can't win, you know, at least give it your best effort because obviously only one person's going to win. I mean, unless you're in a, uh, at least in an individual sport, you know, if it's a team sport, if it's football, you know, you're going to have everybody's going to get a ring or a, on that team, you know, if they win because they right. all contribute to to that yeah and i get that i mean the season especially right you know even if you're a guy that you maybe you didn't play at all in the playoff game or the or the super bowl for example there's one (laughs) one game you may never play but you're going to get the ring because you did get them there right because you know of your work in practice and your work you know you're a member of that team right so i definitely everybody on the team deserves that whether you you know played in every game or not right but i'm talking about you know some of the individual uh you know awards and and things like that you yeah. know that all you have to do is show up and you get a trophy yeah or sometimes you probably don't even have to show up right well you know little johnny was sick that day but well he's a trophy it. would make him feel him. so much well, better he, well he's and he, miss i don't out. want him to be all left it wasn't out his fault that he had the right. flu or a it's, stomach ache yeah Man, you know what? I wish my mortgage company would take that track with me. <laughs> I don't, you know, there's, That'd you know, cool. and stuff like that, there aren't a whole lot of, uh, you know, they don't, you don't get a whole lot of breaks. No. 
And uh, that'd be awesome getting a phone call. Hey, Mr. Griffin, we understand entirely that you're doing this podcast network now. And we just, you know, we hate to make it pay your house payment. Why don't, why don't we just cover that for you? You just have the house. We're going to send you the deed. Oh, there you go. That'd be very nice. You know, and who I mean, knows that it. could happen I, in the you know, future. It, you never know. I'll take it. You know, you ever see those, like, uh, I was thinking of the movie the other day. Uh, I think it's uh, Deep Impact. And it was, you remember so that I, movie? You bet. So Absolutely. When they found out, you know, this asteroid's going to hit Earth, uh, Morgan Freeman, who, by the way, is my favorite president of all time. You know, and he's been president. <laughs> on a bunch of stuff. Yes. And why wouldn't he be? He's a great president. In fact, I'm disappointed that he's only been a fictional one. But um, <laughs> in any case, he, he gets on the thing and he says, I'm freezing all wages. I'm freezing all costs or whatever. So he says, what you paid for bread yesterday, you'll pay tomorrow. You'll still pay your bills. Your house payment stays the same. And I thought, hey, all right, let's freeze it out right now. I'm good with that. I'm I'm pretty happy in life right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's manageable. Now, I've... Feel, I would feel for the people who couldn't, you know, maybe he just took, you know, last week it was great. And then this week, oh, what? You're freezing it. No, you know, but I don't know. It, it's funny because when you start looking at the, um, you know, the political landscape as of as of this recording, uh, I, I voted, by the way, yesterday uh, on my absentee ballot. Um, but as this airs, we still may not know who president is. Uh, that's possibly a, sure that's a possibility but you know if you look at regardless of who wins this election or who has won it as as you're listening now you know as the country moves more and more socialistic i mean i, I remember listening to the democratic primary debates i listened to a couple of them mm-hmm. and some of the ideas coming from these candidates are just amazing uh, and when i say amazing i'm not saying good or bad just jaw-dropping and and probably bad in my opinion, but but jaw dropping for sure because you're essentially saying, hey, let's kind of lock everybody in where they're at. Nobody works anymore. Everybody just kind of, I mean, you kind of do, but we're gonna like like uh, uh, Yang was that his name? Um, Andrew Yang. Andrew yes. Yang had has this uh, basic income, uh, basic minimum income BMI is that what they called it? And I'm sitting here thinking, uh, uh, you're just gonna give everybody. You know, we'll call it twenty four thousand dollars a year for just existing in your country. It's kind of, it's really, it's kind of like a participation trophy. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm there. You know, you get just because you are here, right? We're gonna give you two thousand dollars a month. But here, you don't have to do anything. And you know, did you hear how he's gonna pay for that? Well, he's going to tax people who are doing things. Well, yeah, I mean, that's generally well, how that. That's happened. the only way to do it. But but the specific <laughs> thing he talked about doing was actually charging social media companies the tax for your data. He's giving it back to you is his argument because they've been using your data that you did not get money for to buy it for advertisers. They buy that to advertise to you. So he's basically just saying, "Hey, it's your money. Let's get it back to you." Which, if that was, you know, it, it's this. I don't know all the details and I don't think I ever would, even if it became a law because they would never tell the public all the details. But the bottom line is, is that I'll tell you what, how about we just bypass the government and, and and instead of giving me a BMI, how about you just, if you want to pass a law like that, pass a law and make the social media companies give me money for my data. That'd be fine. 
government's not involved and my data has an actual monetary value because you know what's the real life my data and your data probably has different value i don't know what right the variables would be yeah yeah i'm sure that tom cruise's data and my data have different values so that makes more sense but in andrew yang's world it would be probably equal because everybody's going to get x amount of dollars I don't know, well, man. And, and you know, for December, I'm, I'm sure that to a lot of people, uh, that sounds like a great deal. Well, sure. And you mean all I have to do is sit on my couch and you're going to pay me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, cool. I'm in. And, you know, and uh, college would be, although, you know, and of course, college would be free, although, you know, some people are probably saying, <sighs> I'm going to make twenty four thousand bucks a year. Why am I doing anything? Why am I going to college? That's right. You know what do I need to do that for? How can how can the economy? I mean, like I just processed that. If everybody gets twenty four thousand dollars a year, for example, it's essentially a wash. Like it doesn't matter. Things are going to cost. In my mind, things will just go up in cost in general because everybody's already got twenty four thousand dollars, so it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I? I just don't understand why people think it's like printing money. It's it's different, but it's like printing money. People think, oh, well, let's just print more. Yeah, right, and, right. That's well, that is exactly what they think. Well, it, well, you just print more. No big deal. It it can't work that way. You know why gold and diamonds keep going up in price? Diamonds, gold, and I mean, I'm sure diamonds do too. But why gold keeps going up in price and forever? Because it can't be reprinted. You can't print more of it, and since all currency essentially loses value with every new printing, not essentially, factually, <laughs> then the cost of gold will always go up because you don't get any more. And this is what I don't understand about people not getting it. It's not that difficult. Well, because I, I, I think you know there are fewer people that are learning about economics there are fewer people that care about economics all they hear is uh hey you're not going to have to worry about it because we're just gonna you know take care of you i mean that's what the democrats are right. saying it's the republicans who are trying to put the brakes on now whoa wait a minute here but you know they're being drowned out in uh in a, a lot of this because you know the the media is not really criticizing any of that they're not pointing out a lot of these things and you would think though that they might but they're apparently they're they haven't they're not gonna did you see that there was a legitimate this isn't like some conspiracy weird thing there was a legitimate article from a legitimate left-wing publication um suggesting we need to abolish the constitution i did not uh see that but it does not surprise me in the least and i'll tell you and again it certainly solved a lot of their problems i will say we're recording this before the election but i will say this that if the democrats maintained control of the house if biden harris harris biden whatever uh, as it might be harris by now uh who's uh when the president they if they won the presidency and if the senate flips to the democrats yeah that's gonna happen yeah i mean it's it may not happen immediately but things will be done to begin that process mm-hmm. uh and a- and look at what you know and we 
And the Democrats like to always say, you know, oh, we're the champions of everybody. We believe, you know, bull. I just wish because I Because look, yeah. at, look at what's happened as we were rolling up to the election. The big tech companies, what have they been doing? They have been censoring, like putting a blanket right. over things that the other side, uh, whether it is Joe public Republican mm-hmm. or the president of the United States or the House, the the uh, House Re- and and Senate Republican caucus, caucus, uh, <laughs> you know, they've all been their Twitter accounts have been locked up right? where they can't say anything. Well, you know, that's the kind of thing that routinely happens where. China, Mm -hmm. Russia, that you only get one opinion Mm -hmm. and it's what they want you to hear. Well, that's exactly what, and and I'm just like, boggles the mind sometimes. And and people in the mainstream media seem to be fine with that. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to have a problem. And you know why they don't have a problem? It's because this is happening because they're on that side. Right. They're on that team. You know, and so they're like, oh, you know, hey, whatever, it'll make it easier for us to win. Yeah. You know, we're good with that. And, but you're going to see, you're going to see things like certainly the Second Amendment will be going away. It's a good thing a I've already lost all my guns Amendment. in the Boating Act, Senate, because otherwise I would, I'd feel really bad. But since I was on the boat the other day with my buddy, had all the guns out, we were going to shoot stuff. And, Dude, we shot a hole in his boat. The boat went down, and I can't get those guns. You're for, kidding me. You're making the, up a... Uh, for the record. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. Know. Yeah. And the current was probably pretty strong. So... Yeah. I could, even if the yeah. satellite could locate uh, where you were on the lake slash yeah. uh, river... You know they the stash. It was would not it was odd because I, I went I went you know I dove in it's cold but I yeah. dove in and I was like nah couldn't find them yet no yeah. but you know I figured again it's a matter of time before the government takes them so they can just go to the left right, and right find yeah them. There, there you go a lot of people may have that attitude right uh, they used to be in my closet yes not, not there anymore. now no 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 so I wouldn't even bother looking in there nah no I mean uh, you can go but, in it's just gonna find you know dirty underwear. And- <laughs> t-shirts and socks but no they're 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 coming they're coming if that has so here's okay let me ask you this because this kind of blows my mind i was thinking about this the other day it's like you know what if you're the left and you really 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 hate life right now i get it okay i mean seriously i totally get it why don't you just wait trump out i mean yeah you want to try to beat him now but i mean they're, they're pulling out all the stops um in in my opinion they're pulling out all the stops to I've never seen this in an election and I'm right. si- and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, I mean, if he wins, it's just four more years. And then, then what? The, 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 I just don't see it. Ha- the, historically, four years from now, no matter, not no matter what, if Trump wins again, four years from now, the country's going hard left. More than likely, more than likely. So, just but wait. you, I mean, you know, you never, you, you never, know. you never really know. You never really. I mean, know. we did have eight years of Reagan and then a year of Bush or a term of Bush after that, which was kind of uncommon. Yeah, 
Yeah. But that was, I mean. And then we had, uh, then we you had, had eight years of uh, Billy C. Well, yeah, because that's, that's what happens is you end up with, it, it, since I've been a voter, it's eight years, eight years, eight years. It's not been one-termers. I mean, President Bush Sr. was the only one-term uh, president yeah. that I remember. I couldn't vote in that election. But if you go back, you had you had Nixon resign as he's a Republican. You got Nixon, um, Gerald Ford took his spot, then lost to um, to Jimmy Carter, Democrat, and the Carter only had one term. Right. Then you have Reagan for two, Bush for one, Clinton for two, um, uh, Bush for two, Bush W, W, um, Obama for two, and now we're on Trump. So yeah. the the recent past is a dual terms. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe maybe everybody already knows right now. This is the thing. This is why I hate having this is why I hate we record these so I, far. I know, anyway. right. Yes. I, I know. I yeah, and, and you know, there's also the possibility that exists that nobody's listening to this at all. Because according to right. Pat Robertson's uh vision uh, Donald Trump wins in a landslide, and then, like the day after the election, an asteroid hits. Is that so? There may not be anybody so? listening. You know, uh, we may not even be around on I the thought, day this is supposed to air. Wow. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. This will still air. I'm going to send it up to satellites when we're done, and it's oh, going to. There we go, it, and it'll it'll beam go out, out to somebody, and maybe somebody will uh, hear it. As yes. long as the satellite doesn't get wiped out in the process. Well, depending upon the path the asteroid takes, it exactly. may or may not. Uh, and but you know, but interestingly, and I I don't I just saw the headline about I didn't read you know how big of one is coming in or whatever. But according to NASA, mm-hmm. there is an asteroid on the way that could hit the Earth, or as you listen to this already did i <laughs> uh, hit the earth i believe the day before the election yeah i but heard about that too it's not a uh the last i saw of it it would it would only be a world ending event if it lands on you not you <laughs> well you jeremy would, griffin yeah. or me or whoever it lands because it's only about the size of a refrigerator and just a normal refrigerator not one of those nancy pelosi double wide mobile home size refrigerator where she keeps her $24 a pint ice cream, but just a regular size. That uh, sounds like some really good ice cream. Is it imported or what? Uh, you know, it probably is. It's probably imported from, I mean, she's a rich Democrat. What, you know, it, you wouldn't have anything made in America. Would you? I, I mean, it's no, probably, it's, surely Venezuela. it's imported. Probably. So, yeah. Venezuelan That's, ice cream is unbelievable. I'm sure it is. But no, I I would imagine that Pelosi imports it from somewhere. Hmm. Maybe her mob connections probably take care of that. How about and, that? Uh, her, her dad, you know, a big mob oh, guy yeah. from uh, Baltimore. Congratulations yeah. on that, too. That's, yeah, there you go. But so anyway, uh, I think NASA, had, uh, last I saw, they were, I, I think they believe basically it will miss, but it did have, I think, a, like a, three to five percent chance of hitting somewhere that's pretty solid yeah usually those things are that is you know they're gonna miss you by several thousand yeah miles and so usually they say well you know it's gonna be close but it's not it's not gonna hit at all it's gonna be you know two hundred thousand miles off which in you know the size of the universe is like nothing nothing right 
But in reality, I mean, 200,000 miles, yeah. 200,000 miles. With th- this, they're saying, eh, you know, it could what's very really, well hit somewhere. What's really interesting to me about that, um, that, that percentage is it is, what you're saying to me is, I am probably, if I'm, if I'm doing it right, at least 50 times, maybe 500 times more likely, it's 500 times more likely to hit the earth than I am to die of COVID. Oh yeah, there you go. So that's yeah. that's a scary stat. We should shut down the country <laughs> in preparation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's five hundred times more likely. So there you go. Yes, everybody mask up. Well, that that's probably not going to help you with yeah. the asteroid. You know what's really weird? Okay, so my mom just had surgery, and I just was under the impression because. My wife's parents had COVID, and they are still in the hospital. They've been in treatment of some sort now for almost, like, I want to say over 20-something days. They were in the hospital for about two, three weeks. Then they moved them to rehab, and I think they get out Friday. So what's that, two days from now? Anyway, <clears throat> my wife can't go see her parents, even though they don't have COVID anymore. I mean, it's it's out of them. You know, they're still just recovering. She can't, they, they won't let her see them. Why? Because, I don't know, because the Democrats control the House? I mean, I don't I don't know. Okay, well, that's a pretty good reason. Um, that's I, the reason for <laughs> certainly some things. Yeah, Darn I really, right. Yeah. I really don't know. But but here's what's really weird. So I'm, I'm sitting there going, well, my mom having surgery in the same time frame. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not going to be able to see her, you know. And so I get a call from the doctor. OU Medical Center, just let me know, because I'm her contact, you know. Let me know everything went good and what room she's in. And I'm like, well, why, can I go see her? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, and I said, "Well, do I have to get in a biohazard suit or anything?" And and uh, this was the nurse that I was talking to at a different time. She said, "No, just you know, dress up like a fireman." You gotta, <laughs> she said, "You gotta climb some stairs." I mean, she she joked along with me, which I appreciated. She was really cool. But the whole thing is like, I absolutely fully expected I wouldn't be able to go. And then when I did go, I didn't. They did not check my temperature. I couldn't get into. You were just able to walk right in and sit right I had, down. I had I had a walk to a security guard, you know, on the way in, and he I had to answer three questions, and about COVID, and it was basically anything in the last fourteen days, any kind of exposure, any symptoms, any fever, whatever. Three questions, and I'm like, no, not in the last fourteen days. Last fifteen days, probably. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, it's been a while. But, but you know, you you never know. And I, you know. How do you know if you've like been exposed? That, but I, that's just what I was going to say because there's so many people are asymptomatic. Right. How do you I was know? the whole time. There you go. And yeah. and how do you know that the person that, you know, you're in the beer aisle at Walmart, how do you know that the guy standing next to you, even though he's got a mask on, so doesn't have the, doesn't have the COVID. Right. And say he sneezes or coughs or just kind of, you know, the microbes just naturally migrate over to you how do you know you haven't been exposed my my in-laws religiously wore masks and they got and they got it so sorry sorry remember dr (laughs) fauci uh at the very beginning of this said uh masks Masks. really don't uh, right you know i know and lots of people were like and then all that changed well that's just it you know i've decided that what a person believes what, what most people do is they hear something and then they stop so it's like whatever your whatever point in the COVID story you decided to listen to the news and hear what you're supposed to do, that's where everybody stopped. Those that person stops. 
I tend to listen to the daily news, like where are we at today? And I make adjustments based on today's information. And it just blows my mind, especially when I see cities passing ordinances that don't even line up with the CDC or the WHO's recommendations because they started a process six weeks ago or two months ago. And... And so they're just following through. Meanwhile, you're like, what are you doing? This isn't going to do anything. Well, you know, another thing that I wonder about sometimes, I think people tend to feel a little more comfortable when it's a disease like COVID Mm -hmm. that obviously can be fatal. Right. If you tell them, we have this situation here, and uh, there's really nothing you can do. You're either going to get it or you're not. Right. Can't do anything. We can't do anything. You can't do anything. And and people are going to panic, probably. And so you come up with, uh, let's see, can we do masks? Hmm. It's something easy. We can, everybody can do that. Everybody has something that they can cover their face with. Let's say that. Right. Mask up and, uh, you know, you will at least be better off. You know, they didn't necessarily say it'll totally prevent you getting it. It'll reduce your chances yeah. of spreading it or getting it or whatever. And and that, just that right there is good enough for some people to go, golly, well, okay, at least there's something I can do. And you and you, and you do that because I mean you know how often you know you hear every now and again you hear about people who've said I had a mask on all the time I never left my house I didn't do I mean and I still got it mm-hmm. and then you hear other things I mean you know I I have gotten to where I do wear a mask anytime I go in to uh, you know Walmart or Crest or go in someplace like this. Or two, and here's the other weird thing that just, you know, kind of, you know, it makes you, if you're logical about this, which really nobody is, <laughs> right? you know, you're just kind of thinking, really? How can that, I, what's the point? But in most restaurants, you go in and when you walk in, you're supposed to be wearing your mask. Right. Then you sit down and for the next whatever, hour, two hours, three hours, six hours, however long you're in there, no mask. Right. You're eating, you're drinking, you're having a a good time. If you're watching, if you're in there on a Saturday or a Sunday, you're watching a football game, you're yelling and you're screaming, and then you're done, you get up, you put your mask back on so you can walk out of the rest. So I'm like, what is the point? Yeah, Gavin, logically, Gavin Newsom of California solved this problem, and you must not have heard because he made it. He, he's because he he agrees. He's like, this is stupid. Why in the world would you do this? So he, what he basically said is, just make sure you leave it on and then pull it down to take a bite. That sounds like a Gavin Newsom idea. Yeah, and so I, I'm, I'm just because right there, that just doesn't make any sense no it makes no sense right if you're going to be in there and and especially in football season going into a a restaurant 
that where they have TVs around, uh, you're going to be in there probably watching the whole game. Yeah. And you walked in, you masked up, you took your mask off, and for the next three hours, you're eating, drinking beer, yelling at the TV because your team is either doing something good or something bad. But you're not wearing your mask. Right. And then you get up and you walk out. So for a minute or two of your three hours that you're there, you have your mask on. For two hours and 58 minutes of the three hours you're there, you do not. Right. So I just don't understand. And I'm sure if I were to ask a politician or a CDC person, well, you know, it's at least better than not at all. Yeah. The the two minutes? Yes, the two minutes is better than not at all. Really? Okay, whatever. You know. I mean, it's no real skin off my nose. I mean, I put it on, walk in, take it off. And then put it back on again, walk out and take it off once I'm outside in the air. This but this is it the just sounds ridiculous. It, well, it's sounds ridiculous because it is ridiculous. I am reminded every time I hear somebody say, um, you know, I'll hear people follow the science, follow the science. You know what I'm reminded of? This. If it plays. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain. Yeah, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> That's he, he says it. He says it. You're a woman with a small brain. That's just science. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. We got to hear it. It's science. There it is. It's science. This is the fundamental problem. Does Ron Burgundy, is he a scientist? Not that I'm aware of, but he might have stayed at the Holiday Inn Express recently. Well, that's a good... Gosh, I didn't even consider that. That's strong. No, but seriously, you have all these government officials sitting there saying, well, we're just following the science. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're doing what you... I mean, shoot, somebody brought this up the other day. When Fauci talks, you know what he does, right? He just says two days later what they said on the news. If you just follow his things, it's two days before that they say it on the news, and it what it'll be a CDC reports this or the WHO reports this, and two days later he's like, I mean, yeah, basically, yeah, the masks are useless. There's no reason to have the mask. Okay, but you didn't you say no? Nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, it was just a guy that looked like me. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, it's I'm just all, I am all for whatever <laughs> would actually help mitigate this and if masks do great in some areas great i'm just saying it makes no sense right the way that they're now you know if everybody's masked up and you're inside walmart or or whatever okay you're not taking it off you're socially okay but if you're going to take it off and you're going to have it off most of the time where you are yeah i just don't see it's that in transit thing well here's what's strange too so Everywhere I've seen the sign, it says, unless you have a medical condition that precludes you from wearing the mask. And one of those medical conditions is anxiety and claustrophobia. I mean, like, there's a lot of qualifiers, right? I was going to a restaurant in Oklahoma City, and I've struggled with anxiety in the past. Now, I'm going to be the first to just tell you wearing a mask doesn't cause anxiety for me. It doesn't. But my point is, is that exactly to your point, I'm sitting there going, I'm going from this point to this point, and then my mask is off. 
And the lady would not seat me without a mask. I And I'm like, what if I put my head in my shirt? Nope. Like there was, and I'm like, I, I have two shirts on. When I put this over my head, it is better than a mask. <laughs> I have an undershirt and a shirt over that. If I put my head under the undershirt and I, and just my nose and my mouth, it is better than a mask. But no, I just, it's dumb, dude. It's the dumbest thing ever. Common sense is not common. No. It is. No, it's not at all. It has gone away of the dodo. And, and again, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't do whatever you just can. Just be consistent. To prevent, yeah, just be consistent and try to be, talk about something that makes a little bit of sense. And, and to me, if you have it on for two minutes and you have it off for two two hours and 58 minutes. <laughs> I'm not seeing what kind of difference those two minutes make. Yeah. Now, if, if it was the opposite, you had it on for two minutes and 58 seconds, or I mean for two hours and 58 yeah. minutes, you had it off for two minutes. Okay. I can kind of, I can buy that, but the other, it, it just, it makes no, makes no sense at all whatsoever, but mm. it is what it is. It's 2020. And which I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, some people are so excited when we get to 2021. Well, if we get there. Well, <laughs> yeah, but. But who knows? I mean, is there any guarantee that 2021 is going to be any better than 2020? I mean, it's possible 2021 could be more of a nightmare than what 2020 has been. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but, well, I mean, you know, listen, we don't know. Listen, Deborah. It is entirely possible. And I would argue it's likely nothing magical happens on January 1st. The Rose Bowl happens on January 1st. Nothing magical happens. Oh, okay. I don't care about the freaking Rose Bowl. <laughs> I don't really either. But. It's Pac-10 team <laughs> against Notre Dame. What is ah, it? No, it won't be the Pac-10. <laughs> or Pac, oh, Pac, Pac, no, Pac yeah, 10. they are. I think they're playing like three games this season. Okay. Is all they'll have time for. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. No. Okay. But no, yeah, yeah. The parade's great. You could have said the parade. Yeah, the Tournament of Roses is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It is that, yes. Oh, geez. But no, yeah, you're right. Nothing magical. You know, and I remember, you know, I remember, you know, we all thought something really either that something was going to happen. Y2K. Right. You know, and uh, <laughs> magical wasn't going to be, wasn't the word. Everybody thought, you know, some people thought the world was going to end. Some people thought all the computers would break down. <laughs> yeah. Some people thought there'd be earthquakes all over the place. Well, you know, I was, during that holiday season, I was, um, at my in-laws with my still wife at that time and the kids and all, all like this, we were, uh, my father-in-law and I were, well, we were both drinking a little beer that night. <laughs> and when uh, we decided since who knows what might happen, yeah, you know, we were thinking, okay, should we even be inside the house? Should we maybe, <laughs> just you know drive somewhere you know be out on the road or be in like a big empty parking lot or something like that in case the sky falls or whatever right. and so that's what we actually that is what we decided to do you yeah. like well let's go to the you know let, let's go to the you know there's a big parking lot we can go out of there okay i really want to pull up another clip i'm right of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh <laughs> at the beginning and he's like yeah the world's gonna end in like uh seven minutes well should we put bags over our head <laughs> uh, uh yeah it might help 
<laughs> couldn't hurt. Couldn't, couldn't hurt. hurt. So that's what we did. We went out to a, a big empty parking lot, <laughs> and you know, and we're looking around, and we had my. I mean, my, my wife must have been driving because my father-in-law and me, we were still drinking some beer. <laughs> and we're looking around, you know, and it's getting close to midnight, you know, and we're like, oh, you know, how does everybody feel? You know, well, you know, we're pretty good or oh, a little nervous, who knows? And we're sitting there we're talking, you know, and it's like all of a sudden somebody goes, oh, wait, what, what time is it? <laughs> it was like, uh, it's 10 after midnight. Mm-hmm. What? You know, one of the funniest things <laughs> about that, happened. when I was, I was, uh, how old was I when that happened? I would have been uh, a 20, uh, well, it was 20 years ago. Yeah, it was 20. Okay. Yeah, it was 24. So I, uh, I remember being with some friends that night and I was, I, I've been a computer guy for a long time and I understood the problem that they were dealing with. Do you remember the problem they were even dealing with? Yeah, the the, the, the computer. Yeah, the date on the on the computers because they didn't all. They were four digits. Yeah, and and so you know it would go back to zero zero, it, and the whole world would die. Yes, and I was like, oh, this is somebody calling. I don't recognize. <laughs> I don't recognize the number. Well, they Sorry. can be on the show. They I called the wrong number. That's not. <laughs> I should have muted. I should have muted my phone. No, but you know the funny thing about it was is I'm sitting probably there thinking, somebody saying. We, as far as we, according to our records, you stayed in one of our condominiums uh, last year. Would oh, you like yeah. a trip to Lake of the Ozarks? And I'm going to go. Yeah. Why uh, wouldn't you, right? Uh, yeah. No, that, when I remember looking at that problem and being a computer guy thinking, yeah, I mean, the world's not going to end. And here's the other thing I thought was funny. Everything is like, you know, it's midnight on at 1999, you know, and I'm sitting here thinking, uh, it was the year 2000, like 12 hours ago in Australia. Why don't you just turn on the news, see how they're doing? <laughs> right. Is Australia still there? Is it- Hello, Australia. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, uh, Perth, we can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. They're gone. I knew it. Yeah. And it's just, it just crashes. And that was the other thing. You're sitting there going, I mean, it's midnight in New York already. Like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and what would happen would it be like you know australia would be the first to go right and then as because as it gets to midnight you know it's it the just domino it just falls apart yeah. yeah you know now how scary though actually would that have been oh if australia had gone off the air and you're right. sitting there or here in oklahoma and you're thinking uh oh let me just tell we have you. a few hours left and then who uh, knows what I'm going to tell you this right now. You should, nobody should ever elect me president of this country. I will be running right. in 2024. Let me you tell you why. I have that to worry about. Well, I'm just telling you because if I was the president of Australia, I would have pulled the plug as a joke. <laughs> I would have said, all right, all right, guys, at midnight, we're going to shut everything down. <laughs> going to shut it down. Watch those Yanks go crazy. <laughs> And it would have been awesome. Just, just, just do it for like, what funny. you do is you do it for like you schedule everything right, and and you do it for like I don't know two minutes, three minutes, and when the satellite, you know, the U.S. is going to be looking over in the satellite. When they look over, you turn on the power in in a city where it spells out, "Gotcha." <laughs> so right as they're looking, they flip the switch back on. It spells oh, out, that's "Gotcha." Brilliant. It would have been so awesome. That is br- maybe brilliant. another way of putting it is. 
you should elect me president in 2024 because I will absolutely bring a measure of comic relief to an otherwise uncivilized, uber serious, really stupid and uh, other negative words office. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we may have an opportunity to see things like that at, at some point. Yeah, things going totally off the rails, or just a big joke. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Well, it's going to be, and and uh, maybe in episode uh, thirteen, we're we're going to do something spooky for episode thirteen. Really? I mean, man? I'm asking you. Are oh, we? should we? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Why not? It's episode thirteen. Well, here's the thing. Um, you know, a couple episodes ago, Let's you just started the tanks and see what happens. Well, you you asked me about um, in episode eleven. You asked me about the documentary, the phenomenon. Oh. Well, I remember you downloaded it, yes. and we haven't talked since, so I don't know. So, yes. Yeah. Let's hear about that. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and we can uh, use our um, our uh, theme music when we get to it, because, you know, theme music is always creepy and eerie a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we we'll, will if we're we'll still see. around. We'll see if it's creepy and, and, and stuff like I think it is. <laughs> Anyway, so what do you want to do on that? Must be must be haunted. You're doing a lot of maneuvering over there. I know. I'm not really hearing anything. I know. I'm trying to play music and it's not playing. Oh, I know why it's not playing. But you know, um, it doesn't really matter because it's scatter shooting, shooting rat tat tat. Go rat tat tat. Oh, there we go. There's the music. (laughs) There it is. Okay. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Episode 12, a dozen are down. Can you believe it? I can't. I I can't either. So that means episode 13 is coming up. Scary. Keep it here for that. He is... Jeremy Griffin. I am Randy Renner, and this has been Scatter Shooting. Join us again next time for more of this.